This is a Federal News Network podcast. It's a story you've probably heard before. An agency hires experts to develop a new technology platform, only for the project to go off the rails almost immediately. The Small Business Administration's certify.sba.gov initiative is the latest chapter in that same story. The agency's inspector general says SBA wasted almost $30 million on that four-year effort. In his weekly feature, The Reporter's Notebook, executive editor Jason Miller writes about why this is more than just a story of another failed project, but one that offers an inside view into why federal projects do fail and how simple steps could change the direction of any IT project. And Jason joins me now to discuss. Hey, Jason. Hey, Jared. And you've got a really nice deep dive, I almost want to say autopsy, on what happened with at least the, the first round of certify.sba.gov. But I, first of all, talk to us about what, the, what this platform actually was or was supposed to be. The goal here from SBA's perspective was how do we create one single platform where any small business who maybe could find out if they are eligible or they are eligible could apply for socioeconomic programs like the 8A program, the women-owned small business program, the small disadvantaged business program, hub zone program, really make it easier to apply and then go through the process. I mean, before this, the process was a bit arduous. It took a lot of papers. It was not an easy process because they were all... Uh, they were not. They were so disparate and disconnected that if you were an 8A, you were also an SDB. But if you were a woman-owned business, you also could be in a hub zone. So th- what SBA was trying to do is really make it easier on their customers. And in fact, Jared, this was the second time SBA has tried to do this. Back in 2008, they awarded a $3.5 million contract and gave up after six years because they couldn't get it done then either. This latest effort, which again, went off the rails fairly quickly, they started off saying this would be an 11-year effort worth about $45 million. And unfortunately, it only lasted on on this second try about four years. And, and unfortunately, they spent almost or, or as much as $30 million, and most of that was wasted too. And, it, and the question of what happened is answered in detail in, in, in the notebook this week. But what happened? or how did, how, did, how, did, how did things go south so quickly? Well, this gets us to lesson number one, and I lay out four lessons in my notebook item, and we'll go through each of them fairly quickly. We have a lot more details, you said, online at federalnewsnetwork.com. But lesson number one is get the requirements right from the outset, or the rest of the effort really does suffer. And this seems very simple, something we talk a lot about when it comes to agency IT projects. But what happened with SBA was the U.S. Digital Service came in, they were the experts, and they took the requirements from the program office and just went went and went off and, and did their thing. They didn't evaluate the requirements. They didn't talk to the users. They didn't talk to the CIO shop. They just said, okay, we, we threw it over the transom and they went. And I think that was one of the big problems. In fact, both current and former officials, both at SBA, both with knowledge of SBA, said the inability to find requirements has been a common problem across SBA for years. And that's why a lot of these past efforts also failed. And in fact, is why the certified program went off the rails so quickly, because all of a sudden they started going down this path. And was it what the users wanted? Did they even talk to the users? So I think that was a big one. I spoke with uh, Steve Cooper, who's a former CIO at the Homeland Security Department and the Commerce Department, and is now consulting at SBA. And he also points to a lack of what he called an independent verification validation, an IV&V, where a third party could contribute to this idea of, hey, is this the right way to go? And since there's no IVMV, it was just throw it over the transom and go, that got the program off to a bad start from the very beginning. And you also point out, it looks as though what USDS actually did here when they went into their corner was, you know, to be fair, they didn't have a really well-defined requirement set. Okay, sure. 
But they decided to build a ton of custom code instead of looking for off-the-shelf software, which is almost the antithesis of what I would expect from a digital service. Absolutely. And that gets us actually to another uh, one of our lessons is you buy before you build custom code only as a last resort. And I heard this from many different people uh, that I spoke with and as well as what was highlighted in the Inspector General report that basically called the certified platform, and this is quotes now, unsustainable on a long-term basis due to the cost of the maintaining and updating of the platform's 35 mostly open source software items and services. The IG also says the program office has also reported that Certify's current design had unaddressed security vulnerabilities and, and was difficult to understand and improve. Uh, furthermore, there are some latent defects in data migration areas. So there's all these problems because what USDS did was custom code so much of this. And what I was told by a former SBA official was, number one, that's an astounding thing that the USDS did. They were supposed to bring in these commercial best practices. And to say custom coding is the first option is just, in many ways, uh, again, astounding uh, uh, People don't understand why they would do that. Now, I also was told that a lot of this could have been this back end was the same as, for instance, the Small Business Innovation Research, the SBI program that certified.sba.gov was very similar to. A lot of the data was the same. They could have taken that back end, improved it a little bit, and then really just figured out the custom end on the front end. The 8A gets its own front end custom. The women-owned business program gets its own front end custom, but the back end would remain the same. As one former official told me, this really is just a case management workflow system. There are plenty of commercial products, commercial services online that you could have just picked it up, done a little bit of custom work, worked out the front end and, and been off on your way. But instead, they went on a different direction. Another example of this custom focus is for identity services. Instead of just using a login.gov service from the General Services Administration, USDS built their own. Again, kind of crazy because, again, you have a service that exists that already is being used across government by, by many agencies. Why build your own? And, and that was a big head scratcher for a lot of people as well. USDS and OMB really didn't offer any substantive comment to you for this story. So we really don't know the reasons they made the decisions that they made. But we do know the relationship between USDS and SBA, at least as far as this project goes, has ended. What has SBA done to get things back on track since uh, USDS was more or less kicked out? They, they were they were very much kicked out. You're right. And and that gets us to another lesson is you have to include the CIO's office in this discussion. If the CIO's office is not part of the project, which in the beginning they weren't. And in fact, what I was told by several different sources is the digital service folks said, we don't answer to the CIO's office. We answer to OMB. We answer to the folks at headquarters, so to speak, with which, which is within OMB. And that caused a problem in and of itself because they didn't because the USDS folks didn't feel like they had to respond to the CIO's office's responses or questions or comments or concerns. So when they finally, when SBA finally looked at this and said, this is a lot of money going out the door that we're not going to be able to recoup, they actually did say thank you, but, but goodbye to USDS. And about maybe about nine months ago, took over the program. And in a short amount of time, they launched version two, came out in July, just for women-owned small businesses. And the plan initially was to continue development. What I've been told by a former SBA official is upwards of 80% of the work that USDS did was thrown out the door. They just couldn't use it. And But to get this program going, they got 
version two up in less than nine months using a cloud platform. It was uh, something from Microdynamics, uh, Microsoft Dynamics, and it was done for under $10 million. Now, currently, what I'm told from other sources is that current CIO Keith Bluestein, who just came in in the last month and a half or so, has paused Certify Work again and is deciding what is the best step to move forward. As Steve Cooper, the former federal CIO, told me, he said it may be a low-code or a no-code platform. It's an idea of, okay, what do we really need to do to make this work? How do we really optimize? And I think what he is seeing is that the SBA CIO team is trying to get a better understanding of how to move forward and what makes the most sense. Now, again, Jared, this is this is there is some success here. So let's not just dwell on the fact that there was a waste of money, that there was this you know, USDS and SBA didn't get along. That's all the sexy part. That's all the, the, the gossipy part. But there's a lot here that we really can pull from. All right. Federal News Network's Jason Miller. And you can read much more about this again in this week's edition of The Reporter's Notebook. Thanks again, Jason. My pleasure. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.